0: What's going on everyone and welcome to Audible Nation. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and making this part of your podcast library. We had a great week of football and we have tons to talk about. So with that being said, I'd rather talk about the topics rather than waste time on this intro and dive right into the plays that made us say, damn. And for me, it was Austin Hooper's stiff arm that made him score an 88 yard touchdown. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but shit, that thing was brutal. I mean, you can just tell. Just listen, so Matt Ryan, he takes a step back after the snap, he's hustling and bustling, and he chunks the shit out of the ball. Austin Hooper, he runs, and then here it is. Boom! I mean, who does that? I mean, do you know how difficult it is to tackle somebody in an open field? It looks like he's just trotting along. It doesn't look like that much of a of a stiff
1: arm, even though it's the first thing you, you pull up on the internet. Dude, that, I mean... When you type in Austin Hooper...
0: I mean, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that that was pretty brutal. It, it's difficult to tackle somebody in an open field.
1: It does. Uh, maybe he just had momentum on his side. It doesn't look like.
0: Uh, that's pretty embarrassing, though. I
1: mean, I mean, I
0: don't even know the guy's name. I mean, he's probably irrelevant. I mean. Well, now it, it he's was, fa- it, he's still
1: forever be famous. I'm sure. because you know.
0: he's from the Bears. I mean, who really follows the Bears? I mean, I know I do, but I mean, I guess there are Bears various, oh, various friends out there, but. It's
1: just so brutal to look at, but it looks like he was backpedaling, so. You know, give all the credit to Hooper, but whatever that guy's name on the, on the Bears team, I mean, he's famous now.
0: <laughs> I guarantee you. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in basketball, they would talk about you know that phrase, uh, uh, posterizing him. I mean, this guy just got lit up. And now, what would what would be the equivalent of that in football? I have no idea.
1: Posterizing.
0: I mean, I guess you can posterize
1: another guy, but shoot, I don't know. There's no there's no posters in football. Now that I think about it. <laughs> right. I mean, oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, mean, that's I yeah. don't go to a sports store and look Let's for a poster of Austin Cooper's stiff Harvey this You know, this well, I mean, whatever. Guy.
0: Whatever that. Um, you know. I'm like, book. I'm
1: like looking for this guy's name, and I can't find. Him. Maybe, maybe they uh, let him go already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I actually picked him up on my fantasy team after that play. Oh, the the stiff army. Yeah, stiff army. <laughs> <laughs> and that tight end is now my uh, starting tight end in my fantasy football. Why? Because had he
1: made the play, then. He...
0: I mean, he did make the play. He caught the ball for 88 yards and ran it for a touchdown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're talking about. From the Falcons. Hooper. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Hooper. Okay, okay. Not the guy from the. Yeah, I was confused. I would pick up somebody from the Bears team. I mean, I I, I think their last great uh, team was um, Brian Erlacher. I want to
1: go with Ditka.
0: Well, I mean, he was a coach.
1: I want to go with Ditka's error.
0: But I'm talking about team, like a team member. Oh, okay. I mean, if
1: if that's your damn moment of the. That was my damn
0: moment. What was yours? Oh, man.
1: Two words. Detroit, nuts. Why? So there's a camera guy, took a field goal <laughs> to the nuts, and he held that shot. I mean, that he was committed. I don't know if anybody else out there saw that, but damn! I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean the only other person that I know that was that committed to anything was probably Jack from Titanic. I mean, he committed, that, committed his ass to death to save Rose. And this guy, I guess he just kept the camera rolling. Oh, he? man.
1: You need to see this. It's one of those things where I don't know if he gets hazard pay for standing there, and he <laughs> yeah, kind of has to
0: go through it. Wait, what if there's some kind of workman's compensation kind of thing? shoot? I'd,
1: I'd, I'd rough it out, or maybe he had surgery and he didn't rough <laughs> it out it. or rub it out. Rub it out, <laughs> take one to the to the locker room. But maybe he didn't have um, what is it? Maybe he didn't have a ball, so maybe he didn't feel anything.
0: Well, i didn't. If he didn't have a ball, you know, then I guess he has one now. <laughs> Took one right to the to the ball, dude.
1: He's famous. If you're talking about posterizing somebody,
0: that's the guy who should be on there, but in a positive. See, but like everybody uh, I know right now is talking about uh, Cole Beasley behind the back catch. I mean, for me, it wasn't. I mean, it was great, yeah. But I mean, fuck. I mean, it, it's it's it wasn't that badass.
1: I I agree with that, and i even go further to say it was just kind of luck. You know, like, I mean, you, you, there's skill, some skill behind there, but just to kind of, like, randomly gra- grab a ball behind your head. Come on. I yeah, mean, you're, I think, you, it's not like you, you practices that out on the field, you know what I mean?
0: Well, see, I, I mean, there, there's that, and I think the, the probably the toughest part of that catch was keeping his feet inbounds. So, to me, that was the toughest part. That, that, that might have made me say, damn, but yeah. no. Nah. That's more like a dang. Yeah, that's, like yeah, that's a like a, like, like a dang. Like a light like a, like dang. Like, like, a, like oh, man. <laughs> One calorie of damn. He, uh,
1: <laughs> a lot of people were comparing it to ODB's, you know, the, his OBJ. catch. Yeah. He, OBJ OBJ OB, OB, oh, oh dirty bastard yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he, that was skillful. Dude,
0: that, that was, you, that you, was skillful. those are things
1: you practice you know you're reaching for long balls you know tippy-toeing on the sidelines Beasley obviously he's a receiver he's going to be tippy-toeing and knows knows where he at on the field see and it's, but and just, it's different
0: because OBJ he had to jump and stretch for that I mean I mean um, Cole Beasley he just you know kind of just but Beasley man, his, he was like scratching his back he, and then there was a ball right there. Just
1: just Beasley catching a ball is amazing to me every time I see him. He's a you know, he's probably my height. You know, he's like 5'2, you know, in the NFL. <laughs> freaking freaking in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. I mean, that guy hustles. And uh, you know, if, if it was if it was any other guy, I'd be like, whatever, but it's Beasley, small guy. You know, I give him mad props every time he makes a good play, which is very often. He's like a baby, um, uh, like a baby Witten
0: if you yeah, I I think he's like a baby Wes Walker but I don't know. We'll, I mean we we'll see, we we'll see what it pans out for Cole Beasley but yeah, for me it was Austin Hooper's uh nasty ass stiff arm and yours was I guess a, a nut shot. I'm going to stick with the nut shot. All right. I well, mean if, if well you nuts. All right, well. <laughs> Balls on balls action. I guess we'll be moving on to the next topic. I mean, I um, guess we can talk about uh maybe uh, Tony Romo and how he's all of a sudden psychic. Um you think he's
1: psychic? A lot of people think that but he, these are teams that he just recently played against, you know. Actually, he, pro- he didn't. He
0: actually, he hasn't played because he <laughs> did, he didn't play all last year. But then he also didn't play, you know, a good majority part of the of the uh, previous season. I mean, he's this guy's been injury prone. I mean, for all we know, he probably got sore throat and he can't show up until next week. Yeah, I mean, you know? he is Mr. Glass. But when he was playing, I mean, to to be able to be
1: as good and and consistent as he was with all the injuries that he had imagine if he wasn't i mean he's still one of the greatest statistically
0: statistically but but i mean stats don't win you super bowl i agree so
1: uh, i agree with that but the reason my my reasoning behind him being able to call those plays i mean often i mean if not i mean we're looking at 80 90 percent that he was calling those plays just out of the blue even if he was just make one comment
0: and uh i mean I, i guess i guess the problem that i have with that really honestly is that like he just proved to the world how good of a uh you know, quarterback that he can be by reading all these options and, and things like that. Um, whatever the defense throws at him. But you know, it, it kind of bothered me that, you know, he he doesn't do that. He didn't do that for the Cowboys. I mean, I mean, I guess you can say that he did at some some points, but I don't know. You're you're making it sound like he did it like
1: maliciously, like, oh, like I'm playing and I'm with the Cowboys and I'm not gonna do these, you know, th- these reads. To me it's more of like he's up in the box. There's an aerial view. And, you know, he has multiple views that, you know, the viewer um, um, at home doesn't. You know, we we, at max, maybe get two or three views if you're looking at something streaming on the Internet.
0: But I don't know what kind of view is better than the quarterback view. I mean, you're right there, right in front of the person. You can actually hear what the defensive uh, mic guy, and the mic guy is the guy that calls the plays. He's basically the quarterback of the defense. You can hear him actually calling the plays, (laughs) calling the audible defensive changes. Um, So I, I, I don't understand it. I mean, there's one thing that I will say though is I don't think Dak Prescott has developed that that level of uh, I guess QB status where you can actually read those defenses right now. I mean, yeah, that I, that I don't think he, I hard. don't think he has to yet, but I
1: think he's he's learning as he goes. I think it's last year was one of those magical seasons that happens in a lot of great Super Bowl caliber teams. Uh, whether it's a wide right receiver or it's usually at the quarterback position that that happens. I mean, we all look back, uh, you know, the fumble that wasn't, you know, when the the meaningless fumble where Breeze injured his arm and got moved to, you know, New Orleans and opened up, uh, I forget what's his name, uh, Chargers quarterback. Um, Kurt Warner? It wasn't Warner. I'm sorry, I'm I don't think it But um, at any rate, so that happened, That something that meant nothing, a, a no-meaning game, a no-meaning fumble, and he injured his arm, gets traded. They didn't want him there anymore. And opened up, you know, what happened to the, to the New Orleans Saints. So you look at Dak Prescott last year, had had we all know about that one play that changed? You know they could have gone to the Super Bowl. Which one? Um, where they're playing the Packers down, and you know we're looking at like a non-football play. So wait, was, are you talking was, about the year before? That was a prior year. So last year, what happened with the Cowboys? Cowboys just sucked.
0: They didn't suck. They they didn't have no offensive uh, front against the uh, Green Bay Packers defense. But they still had an opportunity. I mean, you always have an opportunity when you go to the playoffs, but they but that's didn't, the they didn't like, show up. I mean, they stuck up the joint. I mean, they didn't They didn't really... I mean, the thing is, the, the game prior, during that during the season, they whipped the crap. I mean, they didn't whip the crap, but I mean, they, they put up a, a better fight against the Packers during the regular season. But then when it came down to it, uh, you know, typical Cowboys, and you know, the sucky thing is, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they you know, when push comes to shove, I mean you can call it, you know, first first uh, playoff jitters for the rookies, Zeke Elliott and Prescott, I think I think I think they just
1: um I, th- I, think, I think they just floundered. I, I don't think it was uh
0: But I th- I think it's it's what Romo has in, in that sense of, of predicting plays or just knowing plays. I think that quality that Dak Prescott does not have just yet is what killed him in the playoffs last year. Because they threw a lot of defensive uh, checks to Jack Prescott and he had no offensive answer his answer was Zeke here have the ball get out of my way you know I mean I'll get out of your way but he he didn't you know take the opportunity to throw down field there was a missed opportunities midfield I think he second guesses himself and you know maybe we'll see something different this year I mean I, I don't know I, I do think that he's he's learning
1: um I mean he he's gonna have to learn to be what Romo was as a as a, as a commentator or I mean you look at Somebody who does that great for me is Aaron Rodgers um, when he's reading plays on the fly. That guy sucks. Um, So, you know, somebody like that. Brady, I don't even think has that. Brady's old. He doesn't have that capability either, but I think he just falls back on his just – he's just a good quarterback. He knows where to be in position. His offensive line is decent. It's not as good as it used to be. I think everyone was, you know, kind of talking about, um, hey,
0: are the Patriots going to go back? Um, right and for me I don't I don't think I think everybody seems I, to think that they're going to repeat but you know I, I have a team that's on the rise that I, I've been saying for a while that's going to knock them off who's that Oakland Raiders Oakland Raiders I think the Oakland Raiders are a pretty legit team their defense is pretty sound Derek Carr is, a, is amazing but and and you know it's funny we I say Oakland Tony Roma was calling that game against you know Tennessee and Oakland and so he was able to uh, look at Derek Carr you know from the top of the booth and and predict you know their their offensive moves. I mean, look, just just listen to this guy. It's it's nuts. I mean, and it goes to Lynch. I mean, how? Just go forward. I'm betting this is going right down the middle. I mean, Joe. Yep. Now now he just wants to be Romo Domus. I mean, <laughs> you're <laughs> Romo Domus. Like as he calls it, like down to the wire. <laughs> I mean, this is just nuts. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I think that people, as Cowboys fans, they see and then they get upset. Um, I mean, I mean, in part they probably have a good reason to be upset, but they, maybe in part they don't. I mean, they 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 do if if they're just
1: blind by the fact that hey he's has a different role now and he's looking from above and you were saying you know back to your comment of saying like hey the best position to be at to to kind of make those calls is in the quarterback position but think about this you're yes romo and i still think even when romo's playing he was able to do that it's not like he just didn't do it um at all but then he got hurt i think he just get, got hurt and you know didn't have he didn't have the support. He knew what was coming. He knew he was probably going to get hurt because of his offensive line would just not protect him as well as they probably should have. sometime. and then he just stopped forgetting how to fall. Seeing it, I
0: think <laughs> I get a fall or slide or whatever it was, that yeah. like broke his back for like the ten thousand time. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of, uh, I guess, frustrating to hear. And, and I, I think it's frustrating for me, not in the sense that I, I hate the Cowboys. You know, I hate Ton Romo. It's frustrating because. I think as Cowboys fans, we know what Tony Romo had. We know what kind of quarterback he could have been, but he never got there. He never got a playoff win. And me being a Cowboys fan, I'm not like every other fan that says, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to Super Bowl every <laughs> single damn year. Dude, we haven't won a championship in over 20 years, yeah. so let's be real. We're not going to the Super Bowl. Let's just you know pump our brakes and, and cool our jets and, and just at least be privileged that we're going to a division championship game. Let's look to even just making the fucking playoffs. Like, why do we have to all of a sudden say, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl? And I think it's that pressure that you put on your quarterback that Tony Romo had that, you know, just, that just makes him, you know, show up like, I mean, come up like it it, it. it makes it view like as if he comes up short all the time because of the high expectations that everybody sets. Yeah. And when he falls short, it's like, Whoop, there's Tony Romo again. I think what happens
1: there with the high expectation is just all the money that's thrown at the offense um, every year. I mean, you're 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 in a big market. We're basically we're one of the suckiest teams with the biggest market and still largest one of the largest fan bases in the world. We're not even just talking about the U.S. anymore. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm kind of jaded, you know. Like I was spoiled by the '90s Cowboys, you right. know, uh, Jimmy Johnson and those guys. But now it's like, okay, Romo didn't deliver. Um, he was delivering sometimes, and when everything, when everything was on, it was on. But when he hit those dark moments, it's like, cool. There was no answer. We don't have any 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 backups worthwhile. I mean, until Dak just kind of showed up out of the blue, and now this guy's like, is is he going to be our savior? Everyone's kind of like, oh, he has one. He has a couple of, you know, almost a, I guess almost a full season last See, season.
0: And, and the second thing is though, like um, just just like the pressure that they put on Tony Romo. They're putting, they're putting on Dak Prescott, not in the sense of, like, saying, like, oh, he's going to be so great, you know, he's he's, um, he's a quarterback for, you know, what everybody says is America's team, but I don't say that. I don't think the Cowboys are America's team, but I digress. Um, they're America's team. No, they're not. Uh, so, uh, but <laughs> I think, you know, they're, they're setting up Dak Prescott to fail in the sense that, like, they're not really giving him the opportunity to shine. Everybody has already said that he will not have a repeat season that he's going to fall into the sophomore blunders, that this season is just going to be, you know, crap for him. And we saw what he did on, on, on Sunday Night Football on the big stage. And, you know, he came up with the win, even though he scored only 19 points and one. I think it was one touchdown. Yeah, I
1: think I think a lot of people were were, um, were commenting on that. I kind of saw like, um, you know, Twitter or Facebook was blowing up of like, they're expecting 40 plus points from this guy. I mean, this is football. Yeah, We're not I mean, playing, you know, bas- yeah, high school basketball. And, and that's what like, I'm saying.
0: I, I think that, that the pressure that, that you know, uh, Cowboys fans and, and, and uh, you know, the press, uh, the analysts, uh, the, the the pressure that they put on, you know, this sophomore kid um, is, is ridiculous. And, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I'm not a fucking football player or an athletic person, but I think at some point that kind of pressure has to get to you. Yeah. I mean, they're human. I mean, um, you, you can't. But, Ignore it. But it you, think, work, you right? think
1: you think you think at like Zeke's position, right? So he has some of this off the field antics going on. Steady. Well, you know, it's it's still kind of like, you know, it's it's weighing heavy on him and the team and everybody else around him. Like, hey, why does this guy get special treatment? Kind of deal, you know, kind of because it really was. It re- it really is one of those deals where like, hey, you know, you're this conglomerate and you want you want to make a lot of money and you're gonna have one of the, the stars out of one of the biggest markets sit out on us on a Sunday I don't think so that's not that's not just by chance like hey oh we did an appeal and everyone everyone's peachy keen now yeah well yeah. so we have pressure you know on on the rookie uh Elliot, I mean, the sophomore mm-hmm. Elliot, and and Dak and those are the two that deliver the most
0: um I mean of, with the help of other other players I mean yeah not, not, not from it. their star like Des Bryant I mean you know I, I'm a big Des Bryant fan but let's be honest that did has not showed up for the last two seasons I mean he not. He used to be one of those elite wide receivers where he can separate himself, but mm-hmm. he has not separated himself like the last two seasons. Totally agree and, with that. Um, it's just a little, you know, a little heartbreaking because I'm a huge Des Bryant fan, and you know, right now I'd rather wear a Cole Beasley shirt than a Des Bryant shirt. I I
1: I would have rather wore a Beasley shirt just because his jersey, his actual jersey size would probably fit me. <laughs> um, but but Bryant, I, I am disappointed. But I but consider this, you know, you have. You know all the cornerbacks coming at this guy. You know it's not like, I mean, who? who I'm trying to think of another player, another re- receiver who, uh, who still excels regardless of the pressure. I can name one, but it doesn't play anymore. No Who's that? Randy Moss. Oh yeah, but I mean he was on his way out there, and, yeah, and still kind of. Dude,
0: when he played he, for the Patriots and we played for the Vikings, he was.
1: Yeah, he still he still excelled even though he got all that pressure. I'm no I, I don't know if 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 Dez just builds up so much hype. Um, I don't Know what happened to you're right, these last couple of seasons are kind of like non existent. I
0: mean, you got Terrence Williams that is, that is coming up. Um, I've always liked Williams, me too. Um, he
1: he kind of like plays his role perfectly, like hidden in the shadows, but kind of comes up big when yeah. when, when it's needed.
0: And a new um, guy is Bryce Butler, when they signed last year. And what do you
1: think, Whitten? With uh, I think he's like how many what, touchdowns away from beating, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Michael Irvin. Mike, Mr. Irvin.
0: Uh, he already beat him. He did. Yeah, with his last touchdown. So. Oh, okay, okay. So. Mean, he's already got the uh, franchise uh, receiving yards, but I mean, you, you can always trust, you know, Jason Wynn. Yeah. He always said that he was his uh, Tony Romo steel blanket. You know, Mr. Reliable. So yeah. Um, what what's what is Bryant
1: not doing that he should be doing? More I think.
0: I think. Um, one of the things that, well, for me, anyways, from what I've seen, is he plays the routes too well. And what I mean by that is, I think CBs and safeties they they know already more or less how he's gonna move. But it, it would be wise to break away from the route once in a while, make yourself open instead of like, okay, if it's a post, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know run up about 15 yards or 10 yards, and then I'm gonna cut right. You know why like. I understand it's part of the play. I understand that, like, if you don't uh, run the play, you could mess up your quarterback. He you had to look for other options. You know, there's there's people rushing at him, so it's a time basis. But at the same time, if you know from the from the very jump that this guy is just on you, like Janoris Jenkins was on, on Sunday, like... You know I think be creative with the play and I think that's what he's stopped doing And maybe it's old age or I don't know what I don't, it is. yeah maybe maybe
1: he's not talking as much crap as he is on the line before like messing with them getting inside those CBs' heads you know what I mean I mean right. that's something that is part of the game uh, you hear it on the line you know every every football game they're just trying to like psych each other out so you see this guy kind of like but you think about this you're saying like deviate from a from a from a route' well, say he does deviate. Well, that ball's already in the air before he even gets to that spot where he's supposed to be. How how would Dak compensate for that? Every if he was to do it randomly, well, I, I mean, see, you're looking at interceptions. You're looking at drop balls. Well, I like see. I, I think overthrows.
0: you pra- I think you practice that in, in practice. And what I mean, I mean, you can't you can't practice a deviation. But what you can practice is um, basically not running the route. So if if you know that Dez is not going to be in that area, maybe Des runs. I mean, not on the route. Maybe Des runs somewhere in that vicinity, mm-hmm. you know, where he's able to throw that and and actually. I mean, it's it's team chemistry. It's just like in basketball. Yeah, you're a point guard. I mean, you got guys that you know throw the ball between their legs behind them to other you know mm-hmm. the guards and and they they pick up the ball real quick. I mean, it's 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 that's what I mean by deviating. It's I, I, it's, it's like okay. It's like you know, be creative with the plays. Do you, if if it if it says you know, do a post route, don't just do a post route. Like, yeah. make yourself open. Like, I wonder, I wonder, maybe is that is that something <clears> that <throat> maybe they just haven't had enough
1: time together? Because um, him and Romo, yeah, that's true. Him and Romo were there whenever there was chemistry there. Whenever a, a big play would happen, it was because they were you know they've been together. They know. I'm sure Brian would just tell Romo like, hey man, just throw it to me no matter what, and I'm gonna get that ball basically. Like, is that does Dak feel intimidated? Like, hey, I don't want to kind of get to that point. And maybe he's he's seen it, you know, over the years that he was there with the Cowboys. that it, well, right. Romo, You know what I mean? Kind of like mm-hmm. over, the, over that year. I don't know. I mean, th- those are all speculation. But I'd hope that Dak would eventually build a relationship um, as strong as everybody saw the Romo and, and Witten romance. You know, I mean, so it. the bromance. So something like that. I think maybe he's going to find he's gonna find his player. He's going to find one right. of his receivers, whether it's going to be, you know, uh, tight end or if it's going to be his corner, uh, his running back, or like an actual wideout. It's going to be one of those things, like, who's, go, who's going to be his guy? Right. You know, because I think every QB Dude, does I have, think, have think, a guy. I think so. now
0: for Dak, it's Cole Beasley and, and, and Terrence Williams. I mean, he's been showing it since all last year and, and this year. I mean, yeah. Cole, Cole Beasley had the – I think he had the – the team's highest receiving yards last year, so it's yep. pretty, pretty outstanding. He did, but um, wow, that was a kind of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what it she started said. started with uh, started with uh, Tony Romo and predicting uh, Mr. Romo downness. But so, uh, Romo let's, Damas. Let's, let's let's talk about you know the New England Patriots. I mean, Jesus, uh, what happened to them on Thursday night football? I mean, I think uh, everybody kind of predicted the Patriots to win. I mean, I, I'll say I, I'm doing oh, yeah, the, I'm doing the fantasy pickums and. You know the Patriots were my my pick to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I, I have to make a statement though, I, I didn't pick the New England Patriots because I like them or I really believe. Who that does? They were, I mean, no, I, don't I think I actually, likes the Patriots you know, I days. think I think I um I mean I really was gonna pick Kansas to actually win this game. I really was, but there was a couple of things because I'm a huge Alex Smith fan. I, I loved him when he was at the 49ers. Mm. Um, I thought he was very wronged um for how they did him. Um, when he had a concussion and they put in Kaepernick. And then, you know, next season he wasn't there. I thought that was completely wrong. But, um, you know, that's another thing. But, you know, I I like, I love Alex Smith. Um, The reason why I didn't pick uh, Kansas to win was because uh, I didn't know who the hell Kareem Hunt was, but I guess (laughs) now everybody knows. Uh, Homeboy just tore it up. He sliced and diced all of the New England Patriots' defense. Um, I mean, man, wow, you can't say enough about that. But, you know, again, another point is you can't go against the defending champions, especially when you have somebody like a Tom Brady quarterback. So, I mean, for me, that's why.
1: For me, for me, for this year, I'm actually not in fantasy. But if I was, I would have obviously gone with Patriots and Patriot heavy offense. Um, But the thing is, is why go with an old horse? I think what's happening with them is they're on their decline. I mean, and I'm not, I don't want to be a hater here. I'm just saying that I think, I think what's happening with them is they're, they kind of plateaued. And yeah, I don't even think they'll be, they'll be in the playoffs, but I don't think they'll be a a conference um, contender. So they'll, they'll get in there, kind of do their thing, but I think they're just going to falter just because of, what I was talking about earlier, Brady—he has he, his line is not as strong as it needs to be for him to continue. Uh,
0: well, it wasn't that as, strong
1: last year either. But, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think his line has has slowly but surely kind of been going down. Can he get the ball out in time and to who needs who he needs to get to? Yeah, because he's Brady. I mean, well, he's I mean, uh, one hell of a player. He's an, he's he's an
0: athlete. But I mean, they they're, they're saying that just because Julian Edelman, you know, he got injured, and you know, to me, it, it's not one person. You should rely. You know, one thing that I mean. One thing, I mean, I don't know necessarily if it's because he's aging. I mean, you can say that. But I think it was just shitty offense, to be honest. The reason why the New England Patriots lost is because it was a shitty offense. Uh, they they were running, you know, Mike Gillesey, uh White, and uh, that other running back, you know. They, they were running three backs, uh, you know throughout the whole entire game and you know you can't do that i mean i understand that belichick is probably trying to fake out the you know the the defense you know from that offensive standpoint but at the same time like you're 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 screwing up somebody else's momentum if someone's hot you gotta let them you, know, you gotta let them roll i right? agree
1: but i i think what they were trying to i think what he was trying to do that besides i don't know maybe he stole the wrong playbook this time i don't know what's going on there but i think you guys have Apple watches. i think yeah <laughs> they should have used the samsung the samsung oh, yeah. watch so I think what what happened is, I think they're trying to establish a run game in their offense. Uh, they're high flyers. Patriots are. I mean, they're you know one of the throw heavy teams of the of, right. of the league. You know, but you think if they if they can if they want to establish a run game, what better way to do it than start off at the beginning of the season? And that's why I think they're running you know three backs trying to trying to throw off the the, uh, the defense, but. You think if if you were able to sustain a running game, then your offensive line just needs to be strong at that point of of when they hit. Whenever that back hits the line, wherever wherever that break needs to be, that's where they can be strong at. Right. So when you're passing, you I mean you really have to be pass protecting from all all standpoints. You don't right. know where that rush is coming from, especially if you can't read where these, these so,
0: rushes are coming from. So, so. you're saying that they need to establish a run game. Um, I totally understand, but you can't establish a run game when you have somebody like a Mike Gillesey and a, a, a White that are two different runners. One is a sprinter that can sprint downfield, and one is just a person that explodes. Now, when, you're, when you have multiple people behind you as an O-line, you, you block differently. I mean, I know the the end, the ultimate result is to create holes. Mm-hmm. But if if you can't, if you're going up against somebody that might be just a little bit stronger than you, you're gonna not fight that much because you're not gonna be tired. Because if if so, if you, you have, if you know your back can actually explode through that hole that you created, even how uh, how narrow it is, you know, it's it, it's blocking is blocking for different people. Like you wouldn't block for Adrian Peter- Peterson the way you would for Ezek Elliott. Mm-hmm. Now, Adrian Peterson is a slasher. Ezek Elliott is a power guy. Yeah. So I mean, I think that. In doing that, they tired out their offense, which deteriorated, you know, you know any chances of blocking or establishing a run game. To me, I mean, I don't know. I mean, could be wrong, but I'm no Belichick or Bidzicek. What do you want
1: to call it oh, Or Belichick.
0: Belichick. So,
1: yeah, I mean, these Patriots, everyone's panicking and everyone's like, what the hell
0: happened? You know, was really funny, though. Mark Wahlberg and all those uh, theatrics at the very <laughs> beginning of it. What a way to uh, shit on his parade. I mean, wow. You know what, I like that guy. These big trophies and everything. Like But he's a bullseye. Jesus dude. Christ <laughs> yeah. Just wait till like if the Cowboys do win, geez, like, we're gonna oh. we're gonna throw a, you know we're gonna throw a, like a, a party of of some sort, I don't know. It'll probably, probably be a pachanga probably be
1: a <laughs> some sort of um punch forward or something. But um I think what happened with the Patriots is not gonna be indicative of their season, but I, I don't think that they're gonna be Back in the Super Bowl, and I don't think they're going to be back in that divisional um, game.
0: So, right. I mean, I, I'm not too too sure um, who's all in their division, um, but I will say I, I think there's one team on the AFC that has got my my uh, you know my approval, and I think that actually might be even going to the Super Bowl if not this year, definitely next year. And that's the Oakland Raiders. I know I've said that before, but.
1: Hmm. Uh, man, that I've like, I've I've, that, I've, that I've, I've heard awesome. them building the past couple of years. I haven't seen a, a Super Bowl
0: spark in them. Uh, dude, last year was a year up until that uh, Derek Carr yeah cracked his fibula. I think it was. That's the thing. For me,
1: whenever a team is Super Bowl caliber, if you have everyone's gonna have their stars, right? Everyone's gonna need to have their person who's gonna be carry the team or kind of representing the team, whether it's in the regular season or the playoffs. But if you have a, a star, like a, somebody who's significantly contributing offensively or defensively to your team, you're going to need a replacement for that person. If, if a right. car gets out, then you need to have a backup, you know, how you can't depend on just that one. I do understand it is different at the quarterback position. If you lose a quarterback at any Part of the season, who is kind of like the mainstay of your offense, right. you're not going to Super Bowl. But uh, you know, if if you have, um, say, you have a uh, Witten, you know, you know, Darwin pro- pro- forbid that he uh, springs an ankle or you know jams a toe, um, <laughs> you know, who's going to replace him? Nobody. It's- I
0: mean, you're not going to replace. And you know, being a Cowboys fan, I know they have replacements, but you're not going to replace his spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, his veteran experience, you're not going to replace that. He's, and those he's, are the
1: things that I think when when a team is going to be Super Bowl caliber, they have to have somebody not in all positions, but in, in – and I, it's, it's very hard. It's a very touchy subject. You don't want to say like, hey, each position is – one position is more important than the other because, I mean, that's – you know, football is all about teamwork. You know, you have – Right. You, all your guys out there, you can't do it alone. But there are more significant positions – Offensively and defensively. See,
0: and and I, I totally hear what you're saying, and I and I agree with that because I'll give you another example. More recently on Sunday, Sunday Night Football, uh, everybody's saying right now that the Giants would have beat the Cowboys if they had OBJ. Nope. And I don't believe that at all. And it's it's the same thing like with with the Patriots. One team, one member. You know, Julian Edelman. He got injured. He's out for the rest of the season. You know, it, they lost. It, you don't. You don't rely on one person. I mean, Danny Amendola was tearing it up for the Patriots against uh, Kansas pretty stout defense. Um, but you know, it, they, they just they just fell, and I think it was a product of um, possibly an aging uh, Tom Brady, but uh, but mainly as a result of a shitty shitty offensive uh calls i mean whoever's the offensive coordinator needs to be fired i think i'm telling you i think and they if just, it's bill I, belichick then man, i think man, they just
1: stole the wrong playbook they, this time they better ch-
0: <laughs> maybe they did
1: they got a wrong version is what
0: happened uh, they got uh, last
1: year's version. they got last year's versions so they, they're they a little behind the times there
0: but, well i mean uh, um you know this kind of uh, is is a segue to what i want to talk about next you know are um, basically, are the Giants doomed because of an aging Eli Manning? I mean, we talked about aging quarterbacks. I mean, should we throw Drew Brees in that conversation? But more specifically, are the Giants doomed because of an aging Eli Manning? Because he can't run outside of the pocket. He's not like, you know, a Kirk Cousins, especially in his divisions. You have Washington, the Giants, Cowboys, and Philly. You have Carson Wentz, you have Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and then an old Eli Manning. This guy cannot run outside of the pocket. So, since this is a running quarterback league now, um, I guess what they call the West Coast um, mm-hmm. style of uh, football play, does that mean that Eli Manning or like a Tom Brady or like a Drew Brees are pretty obsolete? I mean, I, th- I think they were never runners. So, to say that,
1: you know, if they can't adapt and start running now, either due to age or because of physical capabilities, I don't think it has anything to do with their their skill so a lot of people are praising that the giants are gonna do really well this season they're i, don't I mean think so. they're they're you know once old derby bastard gets back on uh, on the field <laughs> you know he's gonna he's gonna add some spark and and he brings fire to the bench and to the team but um just is just because eli can't run uh yes he's old um but he's still.
0: Yeah, but running is such, such an integral part of football now. I mean, I think it all. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I, it, running running started uh, running quarterback started. I want to say more prevalent when Michael Vick used to do it. You mm-hmm. know, back when he was, I believe, with the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, man, that that good that guy could sprint and, and, and run. I'll range myself here,
1: and I'm thinking of like Randall Cunningham back with the Eagles and then uh, back. See, I mean, that's we're talking way wow. back. Okay. I mean, if you're talking about runners, that's one guy. The only
0: Cunningham I know is Miss Cunningham from fifth grade. <laughs> but so. that's the thing
1: with the Cunninghams is this guy, you know, he he ran. He he uh, sacrificed his body, and look what happened to RG, you know, RG3. It's the same thing. Well, see, you know, he wants to run and kind of save the day, and you're going to get beat up out there. It's, there's times to do it, and there's times when you got to be smart about it, Manning's not one of those guys who's gonna go run. He'll just rather. Well, touch because the he ball, has no old line. He'll just but somebody the head, like a him cowboy. It's you think, like about, the exact you think facts, Flowers or... is gonna save him? For, you know, from somebody just mowing him down and giving him a concussion and putting him out. I mean, you never know. That's what happened. Uh, you know, in this last game. So you look at Manning just waiting there. You know, I don't know. It was like second or third and goal, and for sure, you know, any other team, you can just kind of jam it in there, run, or you can just. Quick little talk. Well, pass.
0: see, I was watching the play. I was I was watching the, the – I was bouncing throughout the, every football game on Sunday. But more specifically, I, because I'm a Cowboys fan, I have to watch, you know, division games. I knew that Philly was going to win in, in large part because of Carson wins in that offense. Same
1: way that you that you probably assumed
0: that the Patriots are going to win? Yeah, 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 totally. But, <laughs> <laughs> I lost some points there. I lost some points on my pickups. No, but I mean, there was one play in particular where Carson Wentz, you know, he broke like five or four different tackles um, just trying to score and extend the play. And he, he chucked the shit out of the ball. I forgot who it was, too. Um, you know, and, and he basically, you know, got, I think it was a touchdown. I think it was like a 48 yard toss for a touchdown, mm-hmm. which was pretty badass. Now, if you put Eli Manning in that same situation, he he is not going to run and scramble. He's just going to take a dive and, and you know and you just take a sack. I mean, I agree. But think about this. So so Eli is shoot. I don't even know how old Eli
1: is. I'd have to look that up. But you think about this guy. He's gotta be you know, like a couple of years older than me. He's like
0: Thirty-five. Yeah, you know.
1: he's been in the league for a while. And so you think he's not going to change his mentality the way right. a basketball teach, player you does. Can't teach
0: an old dog nutrition. Yeah,
1: especially in football. I think especially the quarterback position is one of those things that. If it works for you, and if you feel that it works for you, you're not going to change. It's I, I have yet I can't even think of one quarterback that's ever changed their style of play just because of the uh, Josh McCown. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so one of those things where you know I feel bad for the guy because he still has that arm. I mean he's 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 a smart football guy, but he doesn't have, he doesn't have the offensive line to protect him to be able to utilize that weapon that he has. He doesn't have enough time to get downfield. Um, for big plays, you know? I mean, it's one of those... Right. Well, I mean, I, I guess... Even, even even just... I mean, there was, there, was, there was a play where they're at the goal line. I think this is the one I'm referring to. There was five on the O-line. And then four rushers. I mean, just, there was no... You know, there's nobody coming for you. It was not no blitz. But they got to him. They sacked him. How is that possible? You have five guys against four. To me, they need to do something about that offensive line. Or I mean start a running game.
0: Honestly, it, I, think, I think the Giants are doomed. And for, for for that reason, because Eli Manning cannot run outside of the pocket. He doesn't know how to extend plays. He can't use his legs. And again, it, it could be aging, but at the same time, in this league, especially in your division, you need to draft a quarterback that can do that mm-hmm. because you're going up against three dogs in your division Cowboys, Philly, and Redskins that that can do that Mm -hmm. you know Kirk Cousins he's a runner Carson Wentz he's proved it last year and this year Dak Prescott too whenever need be he doesn't do it all the time but whenever need be he can be you know that Tony Romo Matador Mm -hmm. so um I think in order to keep up with the times I think the Giants need to either a get a new quarterback or b um change their offensive scheme where you know they they work with Eli and say hey bro like when you're in this kind of situation, you need to run. Like don't don't just stand in the pocket. I mean, him and his brother are notorious for being pocket standing throwing quarterbacks. Yeah. So. But I think that's
1: that's a strong point um if if they had the line to do it. So say he had a say he had a good offensive line. Well, he can send that pocket and make whatever play. I, mean, I mean, deep plays big okay, games. Okay, so let's
0: say Eli Manning was part of the Cowboys. He was starting quarterback for the Cowboys. Do you think the Cowboys would win a championship? No. Why?
1: 'Cause he doesn't, doesn't because you you're, you're going
0: against But the Cowboys have one of the best O lines and that, that can actually give him that time. And I'll give you an example. Two years ago when the Cowboys went to the playoffs and, and played Green Bay for that not catch that one year, that was the year that Tony Romo, you know, did the best. And and you know, com- coming coming out of that, uh, everybody expected the Cowboys to be, you know, top notch because of our O line. Our O line protected Tony Romo. And you From know, breaking. yeah, exactly. From breaking, they they opened the gap for uh, Demarco Murray, and you know, it 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 really paved the way for for you know future quarterbacks like Dak Prescott to stand in there and then use his legs if need be. But like, I I don't I don't see where you say that Eli Manning wouldn't bring a championship to the Cowboys had he been you know in the Cowboys uniform. Because because he, if you if you look back, uh,
1: shoot, I want to say maybe the past four to five years the, the league's been changing into a running quarterback type of league. Mm-hmm. It's been heavy on, on passing. The run game is non-existent.
0: Actually, the run game is actually picking
1: up now. Running
0: is is now more important than uh, throwing the ball downfield. That's
1: the thing. That's a, that's the thing. It's cyclical. So I think what's happening now is people are realizing what happened with the Cowboys last year. They're like, hey, shoot, like the run game still works. We, we probably should establish some type of run game because the run game Yes, I give all the, the credit to Dallas O line, but Elliot, he's just gotta find those holes. And what running back wouldn't be able to run wherever the, the holes at for your o your O line's making well, room for you. Oh well, no. You know what mean? I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know Zeke's not special, or he's not a super talented guy. I'm just saying any running back would have done very I mean, really well true because
0: that, last year. That, there was a year where Jeremy McFadden had ran for the Cowboys because yeah. of some injury, and he had finished with like I think it was 1,200 yards. Yeah, Fadden. And you know I think he uh, he was second in the in the league I think that that year um, for running. True that, broke. Um But you know I, I, when it comes to quarterbacks, I guess I guess I'm I'm kind of singing a sad song when I want to see these. You know, these Drew Brees, these Tom Brady's, hell, even the Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is, is in that age limit mean, where he's he's in between a uh, Drew Brees and a Tom Brady and a, and a Carson Wentz and a Dak Prescott. He, mm-hmm. d- he doesn't fall above or below. He's, like, right in the middle. But I would still put him as one of those top, you know, uh, quarterbacks that, you know, barely uses his legs. I mean, I know fucking Aaron Rodgers. He uses his legs mm-hmm. a lot, but not as much as these younger quarterbacks. I, I agree,
1: and I think that, that's age. I think before he would. I mean, if you think back of, you know, in his early years, he'd, he'd move around a lot. He'd get out of that pocket, kind of like make extend plays kind of. And then after the routes are broken, then that's when you're able to kind of, as a receiver, come back and make yourself open. So, right. so there's that, like you were saying, it's a timing thing. So there's like fine line, right? When's the play? When do you give up on the, on the, on the play? When do you start making a play? Uh, so it's one of those kind of well, and, when man, you're in sync with your. Like I, you your know, sometimes
0: I just wish that I, I can put on some pads and just get out there. and. and you can! You <laughs> know, you can, right? <laughs> <laughs> and just experience what it's like to actually play a game and, and you know, um, get hit. I mean. I, I mean, I, I'm i here, you know, talking shit and, 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 you know, wishful thinking that these older quarterbacks can, can do what these younger quarterbacks can. But, you know, I I, I don't know what it is, what it feels like. I don't know what their pains are, their ailments when they get out of a game. Shoot, let me tell you one thing. I play soccer one day out of the week. And the next day, like, I'm hurting. I played sand volleyball. And <laughs> one day out of a <laughs> year. No, one day out of a week, and, and, you know, for like the last uh, four months. and It hurts. Uh, it, it, it hurts, yeah. Imagine people
1: hitting you. And they want to like do damage to you. Oh, that, you wouldn't,
0: that wouldn't happen. Maybe <laughs> you, you, that, that you break happen. them. No, Papa bear would come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you know.
1: I think I think that subject is one of those where we just kind of see the greatness kind of dis- fall off. yeah fall off from from quarterbacks, and it's it's disappointing, and that's why. But it's also exciting, though. It is. It's because,
0: exciting because you got these great new quarterbacks coming in. It adds an
1: element of you know of it, why? Did, why didn't I do that when I was younger, dude, like?
0: and, and, and and to segue into the next topic um, of who had the the you know the most surprising win um, to me, I, I would have to say the Steelers, and and not because they won, but because they struggled against the freaking Browns. Yeah, I mean, the I Browns thought, are not supposed to be uh, anything, right? I, not, no, I mean the Browns. I mean, everybody knows them. They, you know, they, they've won last division for, like, the last 30 years. Who knows? Well, at least but, they've got something. But I, I'll tell you, though, I watched that game, and, it, wow, it was surprising. And it, we're, we were talking about quarterbacks just a minute ago. And this this new kid, I, I forgot his name, Um, he basically took over RG3's position. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a rookie this year. This guy can run. He can break plays. He can throw the ball. It was very surprising to see that the the, the Browns team moving upfield on an offense – for once, I mean it was very surprising. So to me, the most surprising win was the Steelers because of not their win, but how much they sucked against a Browns team that was never supposed to give them that much competition with a rookie quarterback and a lot of young bucks with no veterans on that team. I think the last veteran on their team was Joe Hayden. I mean I could be wrong, but they shipped him over there to the, to the Steelers, and you know he did all right. But again, it was that that quarterback position that basically. Surprise me with that win for the Steelers. I think I think Cleveland needs to find a new city
1: for their team.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean what, what what is the city gonna do? I, it, it, it has
1: there has a lot to do with the city. For some reason I Dude, feel like Oakland
0: it, is going to Las Vegas. You think that's gonna be very productive for them? Wait, are we talking ballers? <laughs> no. So I think
1: The Raiders are going to Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying I think that's gonna be uh, Interesting. Enlighten me. It's gonna how, be, how, how does we'll it... see, we'll see. That could only pan
0: out. No, no, no. I'm talking about the but Browns. We're, we're talking about
1: Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about Cleveland. Anywhere else, it's kind of like, um, if I want to draw a comparison, it's like kind of like LeBron going back to, uh, to to the, to Cleveland. I mean, he Why have, are you bringing up LeBitch? I'm am just saying I'm just saying like to draw a comparison. So you have <laughs> you have a guy who, oh who's like a superstar in a superstar yeah. city, yeah, and you go to. You can't deny that guy's a good player. Oh, he's a bitch. And, and then he goes
0: back home, and what? It's not. It's like he's a bitch. He's going reverse. No, he did. The, he did the exact same thing that he did when he went to Miami. He tried to put a powerhouse team. He already knew he had Kyrie Irving, and now we're talking about basketball. Yeah. But but you know, but this is a poor 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 example when you're talking about football okay, is bringing, so. up, bringing up la bitch <laughs> and the reason why is because lebron did this f- f- fucking hour-long special to announce that he was leaving cleveland to go to miami and why did he leave cleveland basically because he couldn't get it done in cleveland so what did he do he put together a powerhouse team and chris bosh and dwayne wade with some you know residual um good athletes not not great as mm-hmm. outstanding as a dwayne wade or chris bosh but you know they, they they were still pretty pretty good. You know key parts like a Ray Allen, you know like a Haslam, you know like a Mario Chalmers. Um, but also uh, he did the he, when when he left Miami, he already knew that they weren't gonna do anything after they lost this to the Spurs because there was a speculation of people branching out going elsewhere. So what did he do? He went back to Cleveland and to who? Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. So he did the exact same thing.
1: He's he's a bitch. But man. what I'm talking about is not the fact of what he's trying to get done. The fact what I'm what I'm saying he's is, a bitch. is 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 the stardom. The stardom here. I'm talking about the stardom factor. I ain't talking about like him moving to get it done. I'm not talking about Kevin Durant moving to Golden State. I'm not talking about There's another bitch. you know, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is moving to stardom, moving to like a stars city, right?
0: You're in Oklahoma? Oh, who wants to go visit Oklahoma? Dude, nobody, like... How many times do you say, oh, I can't wait to go to to Oklahoma? So (laughs) so for those that that don't know, Oklahoma uh, came about from Seattle. They were actually the Seattle Supersonics before they moved to Oklahoma to become the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm -hmm. Now, to what Kevin is saying is uh, Oklahoma was nothing. But I guarantee you, though, people will vacation in Oklahoma now to possibly eat at the same restaurant Kevin or Durant once ate at, or... Name one person that, that would want to go do that. <laughs> Name one place of
1: interest in Oklahoma. Um, yeah, the whole state. Just one.
0: I think there's a tower there. <laughs> I don't know. Every city's got to have a tower. So that's the thing.
1: No, they can't because they have tornadoes. Oh, that's right. Oh, I guess Timothy McVeigh, maybe, but that's... Oh. I digress. That's maybe too much. Too deep. So what I'm saying is... Uh, too late? Uh, uh, too deep. Oh. So a guy moving from a mediocre city to a star city. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not talking about the the move itself. I'm just talking about like the significance of moving from Podunk, USA, and you're going to Hollywood, basically.
0: Okay. So let me ask you and this: so if the what, city Browns, would, what, what city would they move to? Who would Who would need them? Oakland, San Diego. So there would be like a little shift, like a yeah. And the reason why I say those, those those teams is because San Diego lost their Rams. St. Louis – I mean, San Diego – no, I'm sorry. San Diego lost their Chargers, and St. Louis lost their Rams. Both of them are now in L.A. Don't know why. Um, but, because you know, it's more fun. That's why. That's same, also, a lot But also, Oakland is going to lose their Raiders, so why not move them to a, to a, a city that is, you know already – Already primed for like a – Well, not only that, but, you know, there, there's pissed off fans out there. I mean, I know that you know. There's a documentary on the um, on Oakland Raiders fans, and these guys are, are are not hooligans. That's probably a war, uh, horrible word to say, but they're they're passionate fans. They dress up. I've seen people with like shoulder pads and spikes and chains, and, and, and you know, it's it's part of the majesty of football. I mean, that they, they, they're they're going to be missing their Oakland Raiders. They need something, you know, mm-hmm. to and to rally to rally with, and I think. To your point of moving the Browns to another team into another city, I think it would be wise to take them to a city that's that's, you know, already having a team being left. Or but you
1: think that the old school yes fans are gonna jump on board? Yes, they're not gonna follow. No. So you're just changing. No, you're just changing th- your suit.
0: No, I don't think. No, I don't think. No, see, I, I I don't think the Browns much like when Tennessee when Tennessee became Tennessee Titans, they were once the Houston Oilers. Yeah, I think once the Browns go to. Uh, another city, like they, they might just adopt the Oakland name or something with Oakland because. Uh, the, or maybe they'll be the, the Sacramento. The Raiders, the Raiders are going right. to continue to be the Raiders. I mean, maybe they'll be the Sacramento Bay Bridgers. Who knows, right? <laughs> a Bay bridge. <laughs> it's a Bay Bridge. Oh, whatever. It's, it's a bridge that goes across uh, the West, Bay. What's the mascot? Uh, a car? A bridge? It will just be a bridge, like some dude. Mm, his name is Bridgie? Mr. Bridge. Um, no, but I mean, I, I think you, you take, you know, if you're saying take the. The team out of a city. I, I I really think that you you should put the it put them in a, in a city that either a left has has had a team that left or b that is going to.
1: That would uh benefit.
0: Yeah, I mean I if, mean maybe even Salt
1: Lake. Like imagine a team in in uh, Utah, Salt Lake. I mean, but think about this: like Salt Lake City. That's it's it's a it's a, it's a place people go to. It's a place. It's a Dude, place of interest. I've never, I've never what heard place? Anything. What place in Cleveland would you want to go to?
0: No, I'm saying I never heard anybody say, hey, let's go vacation in Salt Lake City. You never go, people don't ski in Salt Lake City? I don't know, do they?
1: Yeah. And there's also national parks. There's all sorts of goodies in there in that. Mormons, there's polygamy. You can have like six wives. Sweet. But that's, that's that's there. that's neither here nor there nor over there (laughs) or behind there. My biggest wow win, and I, it wasn't like, I was surprised. It was more of just like a, I thought they were just going to go into overtime was Monday night football with the with uh, the Chargers almost taking it to overtime that could that would have been, I think they could have stole that game from from Denver it was one of those where it, I wasn't surprised that um the Broncos won it was just more of like oh wow I can't believe it didn't go into overtime kind of deal for well, me I mean like it was a 40 yarder like what the heck I, it's like a chip chip off the old block how could can, can you how
0: could get, get tipped I think it's a little um, um I think they frosted him I man, you know, I have so much love for uh, Philip Rivers, you know, but he he can't get it done. He's like the 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 next Tony Romo on, yeah. on paper. He's just an excellent quarterback, but Jesus Christ, man, that guy cannot win. Well, anything. that's the thing. I mean,
1: that's that's who Denver was looking at.
0: Well, um, I mean, our, I'm you know, was not, one of Romo's I mean, I,
1: options, you know, like hey, we want this broken guy.
0: I'm not a, I'm not a firm believer in um in a uh, Trevor Simeon, the quarterback from uh Denver at all, but you know, uh, it's it's just hard. I I don't know. I, when, you're, when your last name is Simeon and it rhymes with something else or it sounds like something else and you expect a, a little less from him oh I, I know what you're
1: saying here uh, like but, Simons like the, yes, the technology company exactly oh, okay, no, okay, but, okay
0: but I mean I don't know man the Denver Broncos, ever since they lost um, the other Manning uh, mm. pink Manning to me has always been the, the successful one yeah the successful one uh, the, to me the, the, he, the, they've never been they have never been the same they lost you know a lot of their uh, defense. Their offense isn't there. Let me yeah. put it this way.
1: I was in Denver on Monday.
0: And when I
1: asked, I asked the fan, they had a, uh, they had a, a wear jersey on. Uh, uh, and I'm man. like, Hey, where's not around anymore? They're like, She's like, Oh, I know. And I'm like, do you think you guys are going to do good this season? She's like, Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> there was no like elaboration. It was just like, kind of like, they knew that their team was not going to do well this season. For me, that win for them is not signifying that they're going to do well over the season, I just think it was one of those like it could have been a more interesting game had they gone to overtime. Ah, so it, it was more of a, like a wow, like so it's I like, can't believe so it's like, like mine.
0: So it's like mine in the sense that like you know I wasn't really surprised by the win. It was just I was surprised because they struggled. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like you
1: know I mean, if I want to go like cliche wow, right? We're gonna go with the Patriots loss, right? Like wow, they lost. Like what the heck? Yeah. Like you just kind of expect them to kind of steamroll. Yeah. I mean, they still scored twenty seven points more than. A healthy successful
0: Cowboys Cowboys offense (laughs) right like
1: I think that's the points that we're supposed to be scoring yeah but you know if you're looking crappy and you're scoring 27 points against a team that's gonna beat you then you deserve to lose because then that other teams obviously doing a lot more things better than you right Um, Uh, but I mean still that's a high-scoring game you know I mean (laughs) you think 27 points dude
0: I can score 27 points (laughs) on a football (laughs) table
1: I, I can score 27 points in shuffleboard <laughs> is that, I don't even know do they use sports or like
0: yeah, blocks what was that the, the, that one game where they throw the little marble thing down the ice and oh I love curling, that curling. curling I love that yeah, I can score 27 points in curling curling yeah, is yeah.
1: I like the way like, it gets real shiny yeah, and like crazy.
0: neat like, I don't know it's crazy anyway. well let's go ahead and uh, just predict what we think is going to happen at the end who's going to be at the big game the big championship game come February so we're talking 15 weeks out Sixteen probably, with a little break. Well, I mean, there's seventeen weeks in the football season plus a couple of playoff games. So twenty weeks out. Well, one, I'll, I'll, I'll you let me finish. I would say fifteen plus one
1: plus <laughs> I was dividing, I was getting my math together. So we're talking a few months out.
0: Yeah, and, and I know it's way too early to set predictions, but fuck it. That's, I I, I, I based will. based on week one, who do you think is gonna be?
1: Hmm. I think the Cowboys are gonna be in the Super Bowl.
0: You're foolish. I don't think they're going to win. Okay, so for the AFC, that's NFC, so yeah. for AFC.
1: AFC. There's not really much. Um...
0: So you think that you think you, th- hold on, let's go back to NFC. Okay. You think that the Packers are going to lose to the Cowboys in a division championship? So would you have would you have the yes. Packers going to the division championship game with the Cowboys with the Cowboys beating the Packers? Yes. You're foolish. I, I'm i not saying, we're not talking about the only we're team, not talking about
1: stats, and we're not talking about how they look right now. But I'm we're telling you, the about, only
0: team that has ever had the Cowboys' number has been the Packers, especially yeah, come playoff time. But you
1: don't think that they know that. I'm saying there's preparation in that. So say saying the Cowboys' management, because they'd be foolish to kind of pinpoint one opponent to say, hey, we're going to meet the or we're even going to make it, right? As, as, as front office people, you want to say, hey, let's take it one game at a time, blah, blah, you know, all that hoopla. Well, say if you want to choose your opponent, who would you want to choose? Right. No, if you keep getting yeah. beat by them, I want to choose the Packers. I want to choose the guy who's been kicking me well. I mean, dying. I think as as, as champions, you, know I mean? you
0: always want to play. I mean, not as champions, but as getting to that championship level, you always want to play the best team. And I think the Packers are the best team to to give the Cowboys, uh, you know, the run for their money. But at the same time, Packers will end up will wind up beating the, the Cowboys ten to one, guaranteed. Unless unless Aaron Rodgers you know you know you know, gets an ACL tear or Jordy Nelson gets out again I don't know all I mean, sorts I'm of not I'm doing. not wishing anything upon him but I'm just saying unless some of those negative things happen I mean it sucks to say all sorts of things happen I mean we'll we'll see I mean but that's that's a pretty interesting pick um, um, but again, I don't think they'll win it though I don't think they'll win so the then, Super then Bowl. who's gonna who's gonna be in the, and the
1: Super Bowl winner is gonna be the Chiefs. You're nuts. I think the Chiefs. Off of one game. Oh man. I, I we should like set a bet right now. Like I'm I'll betting li- nothing. Yeah, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we both know what both of those look like. <laughs> yeah.
0: no, no, but I, I guarantee you, Chiefs are they'll make playoffs, but they ain't no contenders. They'll be first round exits. They'll probably make it they'll be as lucky to get into the wild
1: card. Okay, at least we have this as evidence to see what goes down.
0: <laughs> who who is gonna be your picks? So for me, on the NFC side, I, I gotta go with the Packers. Hmm. I think the Packers are gonna win all this, all this, even the, the big championship game. But I don't see the. I you're, see. The, you think they're they're winning it all? Yeah, you're seeing the Packers. I'm are the Packers Packers it all, all of it. Okay. Um, but I think in the game it's gonna be Oakland and Packers. Hmm. If it's not Oakland and Packers, it'll definitely be Steelers and Packers. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Oakland. I
1: can see Oakland going, but um. I think the Chiefs are going to win, it all.
0: No, they are. They don't have what it takes to beat Oakland. I know. I I've seen. I, I, I think Oakland
1: ends up. Beating I mean, Tyreek Hill is a beast. Oakland ends Kansas. up beating themselves. But, um, but
0: let me tell you why. Let me tell you why Kansas is not going to do Because because they're they're not going to know what to do when Spencer Ware and Chuck Hendrick West come back. What's going to happen to Kareem Hunt? What are they going
1: to do with him? Well, that's the thing. Like it depends on what he shows, right? So if he's if he's mediocre. Dude, on my fantasy, my, my fan. yeah, he was to do, only right?
0: projected to get, like, 10, 12 points. He got, like, 58.
1: But that's the thing. Like, if we, he knows what – they'll know what to do. They come back. Oh, well, you're mediocre. You're benched. Oh, well, you've been doing well. Let's keep you on. You know what I mean? It's one of those right. going to be – whether it's a star or not, right? Like, who's who are going to write? I don't
0: know. I have Packers.
1: Maybe
0: I think Chiefs gonna, all the way. Well, we're have to see I'm not saying I'm a
1: Chiefs fan. I'm just saying Chiefs going to –
0: yeah we'll, well i guess we're just gonna have to see right mm-hmm. all right That's well safe. thanks everybody for uh, tuning in and checking us out again here we are audible nation and uh, again thank you for making us part of your podcast library uh check us out next wednesday for our second episode and, uh, We keep on rolling and bring you great content thanks everyone Deuces.